and get this party started. Oh, we are recording, so let's do that again. Good morning. How's everybody doing? Are y'all excited? I'm like watching the chat blow up, and um, it looks like there's some fired up people here this morning. Are y'all good? Um, if you're a speaker on, if you'll go ahead and put your hand up so we will be able to easily find you. But who's had a good week? Okay, that's what I want to know. Who has been using the hub? So I want you to put in the chat the honest to God truth, right? If you've been using the hub and you've enjoyed having kind of a really easy system to follow, y'all, like this system is so easy. If you're not like following it, well, I don't even know what to tell you anymore. Uh, because what we want you to know is this boot camp right here is not this Saturday morning training. It's not the boot camp. It's really not. We're gonna we're here to teach you and to get you excited. But the actual boot camp is the daily work that you're doing every single day. So you can want to do this business, you can dream it, all the things. But until you actually put in the daily work, the daily actions, this boot camp doesn't matter. Okay, this Saturday morning Zoom does not matter. So I just want to encourage you: make sure that you are focused on your task. And one thing, and we're you'll probably hear a little bit about this today. Um, put in the chat: what is your which plan did you choose? Did you choose the basic? Did you choose the plus or did you choose the all in? Okay, awesome. I love it. I love it. Okay, lots of all ins, plus, basic. That's perfect. And here's what I want you to know there's no right or wrong. You don't get a gold star because you put all in. Okay, you get a gold star if you pick any plan and you stay consistent. Now, yes, with the plans, obviously, the more you do, the faster you grow, right? And the thing is, it's you get to choose. You get to choose your speed, how much time you invest, how fast you want to see the results. That's 1,000% up to you. But here's what I know. You can choose the all-in, and you can feel really good about that, right? But if you don't do it, the people who choose the basic and actually stick to it every day, they're going to grow 100 times faster than you. Actually, you won't grow, they'll grow, right? So my encouragement to you is if you're, if you're choosing all-in, awesome. Do it, right? Do whatever you commit to. But here's what I want you to know. There's a lot of you that are committing to the all-in or the plus. And I know that 60 to 90 minutes a day of action. And for some of you, because anybody want to admit some of y'all little overthinkers on here, let's just get real. I know. I know I work with a lot of you people overthink. And so sometimes that all-in might take you three hours, okay? Don't overthink it. We're going to give you a lot of amazing tips today. But even on your worst day, this is what I want to know. Even on your worst day, can you commit to the basic action? Because here's the deal. A lot of people will pick the all in, but then on a, on a day they're busy, maybe you have a Christmas party or Thanksgiving gathering or something at work or your kids get sick. I mean, y'all, life happens, right? Like every day life happens. So on a hard day, you may go, I can't do that 90 minutes of action. I can't do that too. So I'm just going to skip today. I'll do it tomorrow. But then sometimes tomorrow's busy and you skip that too. And the next day is busy and you skip that too. So here's what I want you to know. One or two or three days of all in a week is not as good as seven days of basic. Now, again, if you got the time, do the all in. You will grow three times faster than someone who does the basic. Someone who does the plus, plus will grow two times faster than those who do the basic. But I would rather you be consistent than here, there, and everywhere. You need to, you need to create a habit in your life of doing the work every single day, every single day. And so just be consistent with whatever you choose. And again, 
shoes all in, but on your worst day, go basic. Just get something done and you'll create a tolerance. And here's what I know. For those of you who are overthinkers on here, which is a lot of y'all, okay? Uh, I know when you overthink, it takes you longer, but it it's just like five in one, right? When you started five in one day one, for those of you who did the full five in one program, was it like, yes, I know it's easier than anything else out there, but I don't know about you, but I'm like, I didn't know on day one how to measure like how many ounces of chicken. I had to look that mess up, right? I didn't know how much healthy fat. I didn't know what a healthy fat was. I had to use that book. And so it took me longer and it was a little more overwhelming, even on day one. But what happens? Those of you who've been doing this a while, I know every healthy fat. I know how many ounces of everything, how many veggies. I could tell you which ones are low glycemic, high glycemic, right? Because I've been doing it day in and day out for six years. It's the same with this. Right now, for some of you, these actions are overwhelming. You're new and the thought of starting a conversation terrifies you. You set in your head, oh, what do I say? And I don't want to sound weird and all the things. And today you're in for a treat because you're about to learn all about these things. But the more you do it, the easier it gets. And what takes you five minutes to start one conversation right now is going to take you 60 seconds if, in a month, right? If you will just stay consistent. So today, we have some amazing, amazing people are going to come on. We are actually now going to dive in to what we're showing you in the hub. So for some of you, again, you're overthinking, how do I start a conversation? What do I post? I mean, Melanie told me what to post, Melanie Barrett did, but like, how do I make it look right? And is this weird? And I know you gave me all these ideas, but I still don't know what to do. We're literally going to dive in to all these things. And we're even going to cover some of you I know are a little nervous. Anybody want to admit that you've had some fears in this? Am I going to sound salesy? Am I weird? Am I going to look pushy? Are they going to think, why am I reaching out to them? Am I worried what people are going to say if I post them before and after? Are people going to think I'm an MLM? Y'all, I, I know all the things, right? So today, we're going to help you. Some amazing people who are going to share some stories of how they overcome, and it's going to be amazing. So the first person we're going to bring on, I knew immediately when I covered this topic, we were going to cover this. I was like, oh, I know who I'm asking uh, because I know social media for a lot of people is, is nerve wracking. And for some of you who are newer coaches, I don't know about you, but um, I was more of a, a social media stalker. Like I got on and I would look at people's stuff, but I didn't post a whole lot. And so when I came into this business and they're like, post every day, it's like, uh, 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 what do I post? All the things. And so I wanted to invite one of my favorite social media posters in coaching um, to come and share her amazing goodness with you. So Weslyn, are you with us, sister? Let me unmute you. Give me one second. There you are. All right, go girl. Yay. Well, hey, y'all, it's an honor to be here with you this morning. I love this topic. Can I tell you why I love talking about social media and posting? Um, this is a powerful, powerful tool. And Tiffany just hit the nail on the head. Some of us got on social media before and just shared cat videos. <laughs> or we just scrolled. Or we just had a, a, a nice time just checking out, right? But then we step into this amazing vehicle of Octavia and this coaching business. And we have the opportunity to help a lot of people to earn an incredible income and to build a massive business and a massive legacy using this tool. Now, do we have to couple it with grit, with heart, with passion, with purpose, with good people so skills and soft skills and all those things? Yes. But let's just remove social media for a minute because I think we need to just have a moment of gratitude for what we really have in our hands. 
Imagine we did not have Facebook because some of us come into this and Tiffany, like Tiffany just mentioned, we're like, I don't know if I want to use it. I'm, I'm nervous. I'm scared. I don't know if I want to give my social media over to this coaching business to make a ridiculous income and help a lot of people. When you really say it out, it's kind of funny. And, and then I want you to imagine we're 20 years ago or how many ever years ago, and there's no Facebook and we got to pick up this thing and make hundreds of phone calls and go door to door and knock on doors and talk to people. How grateful are you for social media that we don't have to do that, that we have this powerful platform that is also free. We don't have to write content, pay a photographer, do all the things, and and then go buy a newspaper ads, y'all. We get to build this thing using this powerful tool. I think it's so important to start there and have like a heart of gratitude for the fact that we can maximize this thing if we choose to. Some of us will stay stuck in our heads and not use it or use it half to its capacity. But I wanna share some, some value and some suggestions and tips with you today on how to really maximize how you show up in your posting. Is it all about posting? No, we're gonna cover that today. But I'm just gonna hang here for a minute and chat with you about posting, how to show up and really maximize this thing. You can drive it like a Pinto. I mean, do they even make Pintos? I don't think they make Pintos anymore. It's like in the seventies or something. You can drive it like a Pinto or you can drive it like a Ferrari. That's your choice, okay? So I'm gonna teach you how to drive it like a Ferrari, okay? Tell me your favorite sports car in the chat. Now all the men are gonna blow it up. We needed to engage with the guys a little bit today because there's a lot of there's a lot of estrogen in the room today. <laughs> so, okay, so here's the deal. I wanna tell you this. The biggest mindset shift you need to have to show up well on social media is that you are no longer a consumer. You are not showing up to be entertained. You are not showing up to check out mentally and to buffer your emotions. You are not showing up to, for any of those reasons. You are showing up as a creator and a hope dealer to add value and to cast a wide net to find the people who need this gift. This is the best tool you have. Aside from you just being authentically you and talking to people and loving people and all the things, this is the best, most powerful platform you have. So you don't want to waste your time on it. Okay. You want to come in with intentionality, learn that from the amazing Tiffany Howard, get in, don't scroll, do what you got to do, get out, go make memories with your family and go love on people and meet people at parks and different places and just do all the things. Okay. So first of all, you need to realize that you're no longer just coming on to consume. You're coming on to create. That is a big shift. Can I be honest? When I see, when I see coaches totally always commenting on other coaches posts, I'm like, who are you engaging with, friend? Because all I see you do is engaging with other coaches. I'm like, we need to be talking to people who need this gift. I'm not saying you should love on your coach friends every now and then, but I'm saying come in with intentionality and purpose. Maximize your time. We do have the time. Can I just be honest? We do have the time. We just need to use it well. Okay, so let me let me posture this. I'm going to go into a fire hose bullet point list here in a minute with some practical tips. The goal is not for you to be able to write all this down. I'm going to post it all in the Maximize Bootcamp page following this Zoom. But I will tell you this. I just want you to absorb some of the, some of the points and and what I'm really sharing from the heart. So you can you can digest and and look at it all later. Okay. But I want to I want to start here and then I'm going to go into fire hosing you with lots of good stuff that you can implement into your social media posting moving forward. Okay. Um, main thing you need to know, and, and this will make social media so easy for you is your job is to just show up and be you and tell your story. You're just becoming a storyteller. How good are you are showing, are you, or how good at you? 
are you at showing up and just being yourself? Some of us are stuck with posting because we're trying to look like or sound like someone else. And instead, we just need to unfollow. I'm not saying unfriend all the other coaches, but I need to say this for a second, because before I get into all the practical stuff, some of you need to have this breakthrough right now. There was a time about two years ago where I was stuck in comparison. I was struggling with how I was posting on social media. I wasn't sure how I wanted to show up, who I was, what am I saying? I was in a big shift between what we previously did and being a full-time Optavia coach and all the things. You know what I did? I unfollowed every Optavia coach aside from my mentorship. I didn't unfriend. I unfollowed every single one because I was getting stuck in comparison. I was copying posts. I was, and I was like, I got to find me. I took that six months and didn't look at any other coaches aside from my mentorship team. And you know what happened? One day I get an amazing, nice audio message from Tiffany Howard. She says, girl, you are showing up. I get a text from someone else, a message from someone else. Wow. I love this voice. Sure. I found my voice. I could never have found my voice had I not stopped copying everyone else and just showing up as me. Now, are there some great posts you can use and resources? Yes, do it all. But you can, we can simplify this whole thing about posting if you realize that you're really just showing up and being authentically you. And don't try to look or sound like anybody else. You're not going to look like Heather Wallace. If I tried to sound like Heather Wallace, I would look like a goofball. I'm Westland Biggers, okay? So just be you. I would look like a goofball. I'd have to really thicken up the accent. Just a little bit, Heather. Just a little bit. Okay. So anyway, here, I'm going to fire hose you. This is some good stuff. You're going to be digesting this for a while. So I want you to just, just turn on your listening ears and I'll post this in bootcamp page later. Some practical tips for you on how to show up and drive this thing like a Ferrari and use it with excellence, okay? First things first, some practical things. Cast a wide net. Again, you're not on your friend and all the coaches. I don't actually recommend you're friending all the coaches. You need to save those spots for people who need this gift, okay? Make your posts public. That is how you cast a wide net. There, There may be a client who tags you in something, And their friends come and want to look at your page because they're trolling to see what's going on. They're not ready to ask yet. And your posts aren't public and they can't see all the good content you're adding. Or there may be a friend of a friend who sees you engage on a post and they come to your page and all they see is your profile pictures because everything is locked. You're a hope dealer now. Again, you're not a consumer. You're a creator. You are casting a wide net to share this gift big. So make your post public, okay? Number two, I hit this earlier, but I'm going to say it again because it's so important. Maximize your time on social media. When you're engaging, when you're posting, when you're coming onto social media, make sure that you're doing it with intention for looking pe- for people who need this gift and not just scrolling and wasting time and doing all that stuff that just doesn't really add to our businesses. We can fool ourselves into thinking we were working when we really were just consuming. Okay. Number three, practical, but so important. Master the selfie. Get really good at taking a picture of yourself. You know, one thing I always see when I'm scrolling a coach's page and I'm doing a social media review for them is I see a lot of times some of us are timid to put ourselves out there. This is your page. It has your name on it. If you're not on it, like, where are you at? I mean, you, people need to see your face and dare I say, They need to see your body. Your body is most likely transforming. Should be until we die, by the way. Your body should continuously be transforming even after you reach your goal weight. So you should be transforming. People need to see that. People need to see your face. Don't worry about hiring a professional photographer. Just get really good. There's YouTube videos on how to take good selfies and how to edit them and brighten them up and do all the things. So just master the selfie. Learn how to find that good window with good light, that good spot 
and use it. Take lots of pictures in that one spot if you need to. I do that all the time. Everyone knows my certain plant by my front door because I'm taking pictures in front of it all the time. If that plant ever dies, everybody's gonna miss it. Anyway, okay, so before and afters. This might be obvious as well, but we can't forget to note that that is a big part of who we are and what we do. People need to see before where we were, where our clients, where other people in this community were, and how they transformed their life physically and in their health. And sometimes we can have so much fun taking selfies, posting inspirational content, all the things that we forget. Um, hello, before and afters are what drove, you know, inspired most of us to reach out, right? Most of it was before and after. And we were like, tell me what you're doing, right? We have to post those daily in your stories. You talk with your mentorship about what they recommend for you and the phase your business is in. But I say one to three before and afters, if you're wanting to attract clients in your, uh, on your posts weekly, one to three, just depending. There's other content and things you're gonna be sharing. Before, there are more than before and afters, but they are really important. We don't want to just get out there and inspire people all the time, telling them all the wonderful things and, and, and all this, not to be rude, but fluff inspiration. Hang on, y'all. Westland somehow popped out. Hang on, y'all. Westland done popped out. Oh, there she is. Okay, Westland, you back? Yeah, meet yourself. Oh, can you? Uh, there's construction happening outside my house. I have no idea if it has anything to do with what happened, but I'm back. I'm back. It's okay. You're back. Hey, let's make this a teaching point. Social media isn't always perfect. We just show up how we are. Okay. So, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you a few more points because I want you to, I want to, I want to really, I want you to just get this about showing up well. Okay. So before and afters, but also you must add value. You've got to be sharing with people, educating them, giving, giving stuff away for free. And I don't mean literally, I mean, sharing advice, tips and tricks that you're using things from the habits of health content that gives them value and helps improve their life, how to track their water, apps that habit tracking apps you're using, whatever it may be, things that are helping you become a subject matter expert. So when they think about health, they think about you. Okay. Be intentional and strategic in your content. If that means you need to do a little bit of planning, sit down previous to a, a new week and plan out some posts. Some people even get froggy and do a whole month, but be strategic and intentional thinking about the content that you're posting. Live out loud, you guys, show your life. You don't wanna just be before and afters and inspirational posts and not show people and tell people a little bit about you. They need to see, oh, wow, she's a busy mom too who does car ride or line, wow, and she can still prioritize her health and all the things, just let people see you. And next point, get cozy with video. I know this scares most of you. Start with just doing some recordings and posting them in, their, in your stories. It's huge to do videos both in your stories and to go live. Yes, I said it, go live. It is so important. Do you wanna know why? Because that is how people really get to know you, your personality. It's how they, they start to understand if they could actually trust you, work with you, if they actually think your personalities could jive. They don't get that from a post. They don't get that from a before and after. They have to hear your tone of voice, your body language, how expressive, all those things, okay? And Tiffany hit on this, but let's say it again. Consistency is key. Better for you to show up seven days a week than post for four days and, and it not be like perfect content, okay? Then for you to show up for four days and then not post for three. 
because you just checked out for some reason. Okay. It's so important The algorithms won't favor you and you will lose trust with people. They think you're just kind of half in this thing. They need to see you every single day. And also let's just end with this and then I'm done. Your goal is just to show up and be you start where you are. Don't worry about perfection. Don't worry about looking like anyone else. You're going to get better. The more you write, the more you take the photos, the more you write your content and you post, the better you're going to get. Start where you are and be authentically you. Thank you guys. So good, Weslin. And I know everyone in the chat is telling us how good it was. And this is so key. What Weslin said, the biggest thing is show up and be you. I think so many times we get so caught up in wanting to be perfect because you and it makes it harder. Let's be honest. In this day and age, when I started uh, coaching six years ago, they didn't have all these influencers everywhere. Okay. So we didn't have these perfect pictures to compare ourselves to, right? These perfect social media profiles. But can I tell you first, all these influencers you love, they don't do their own social media. They pay crap tons of money to people to show up fake. Can I just be real with you? If they turn that camera around, their house, all the things that you think are perfect, they so unperfect, they so unhappy, they so jacked up. I'm just telling you, I know these things because uh, I know a lot of big influencers. But you are comparing yourself to their perfect reel that they pay someone sometimes three grand, five grand a month to create. And I don't know about you, but those aren't my people. I want you to understand your friends on social media, they love you. That's why they're your friend. That's why they follow you. They don't follow me. They follow you. They love you. They want you just as you are. Show up as yourself. And I promise you, stop overthinking. Just put it out there. What's the worst that can happen? Perfection doesn't exist. An imperfect action beats perfect inaction every single time. And I just actually, and I don't have time or I'd show you, scrolled back on my memories. Because here's the thing, Facebook shows me every day how much I've grown. When I go look at my memories and I look at six years ago, y'all, insane. The difference between six years ago and today in my posting, absolutely insane. You look at all the leaders, all the people speaking, and you're like, well, yeah, they, they have perfect social medias. That's why I can, that's why they get to train on it. No, 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 no. We got really good at it because we really freaking sucked at it, but we didn't care. And we showed up, showed up, whatever, day after day after day after day, and got better and better and better and better. And all of a sudden, years later, we're good at what we do. But the only way you get there is by getting out of your head, stop caring what people think so much. Show up authentically, you screwed up and all, and get better. That's how you do it. I promise you, you will get better, but you will never get better waiting for perfection. It won't happen. So just show up and be you. And I promise you, one day you'll be training on these things. Okay, I can't promise that, but hopefully. <laughs> okay, now I know the next thing everyone gets in their head about starting conversations, adding friends thinking the likes, all that. Oh, Lord, I know y'all get up in your head about that. So we're going to bring the master. She is the master of this. Um, Ashley Martin, will you come and give us your wisdom? 
Yes. Thank you, Tiffany. Um, okay. So as I've been coaching three years, um, the biggest fear, just like Tiffany was saying, the biggest fear I see in most coaches is doing conversations, right? So many fears, so many concepts that circle around this action step. Um, and Tiffany had mentioned it before. I don't, I don't want them to think I'm salesy or only messaging them for this program, or I don't want them to think I'm weird for randomly messaging them. Um, so many concepts of what we think they're thinking. We don't know what they're thinking. We are not in their head and chances are they are not thinking about us as much as we think they're thinking about us. Okay. Um, but what I want you to do is I want you to put a one in the chat. If you consider yourself a nice person, someone who is kind, someone who is friendly, right? You don't have to be super outgoing where my introverts at. Um, but you are a nice human. Put a one in the chat. If that is you, I want to see, Oh, look, all these ones y'all. Okay. So we have a lot of people who are nice humans. Okay. Um, at the end of the day, you are just being a good human. When you're doing conversations, you're being interested, like genuinely interested in someone else's life, making someone else feel valued, making them feel special about themselves. Right. Okay. Now I want you to put a two in the chat. I'm really interested for this one. If you became a client because your coach at some point, whether it was a year ago or a month ago, at some point started a conversation with you. Okay. Look at all these twos of your coach at some point in messenger started a conversation with you. It's so funny. Um, I have a lot of coaches when they became a coach, they were like, Oh, I see what you did, Ashley. And I'm like, and are you so grateful that I started that conversation with you? Um, I'm pretty sure none of you guys regret or like, look at your coach, like, man, that was weird. I wish you wouldn't have messaged me. Right. So what a gift we have. We have the opportunity to make someone feel good about themselves every single day, right. Build a relationship with them. But we also have the opportunity to change their life because we decide to be a kind person and start a conversation with them. And I'm pretty sure, aren't you glad again, and appreciative of your coach as uncomfortable as they probably were messaging you, aren't you glad they did? Aren't you glad they reached out and started building a relationship with you because your life now is forever changed. So the one thing that we get so worked up on are these conversations are probably how you became a client, right? Um, that's what conversations are. Too many of you overthink it. You overcomplicate it. You make it weird, but it doesn't have to be. And then you end up not doing them. But I will tell you, they are the bread and butter of what we do. You can post these beautiful pictures with the best captions, the best lighting, um, but it ain't going to do anything if you do not have a relationship with people. It is the backbone of what we do. We are in the people business, the relationship business, and you cannot expect just to post some posts here and there, even consistently, right? And expect to acquire a lot of clients. Now, maybe you can in the beginning, or if you have a good sphere of influence, right? You can't, but trust me, those people that sign up a bunch of clients that don't really do anything but post, let me tell y'all that well will run dry. All right. If you are not doing the background work and you are not laying the foundations and you are not planting the seeds, that water will dry up. Okay. Cause you will not grow. Cause eventually the same people will be seeing your stuff and you have not spent time building relationships with new people. Okay. Your weight loss is very personal and vulnerable and people, you know, might see your stuff and be super inspired, but if they don't have some type of relationship with you, some kind of trust with you, a connection, they are going to feel weird reaching out to you. They might be like, Oh, I love what she's posting, but I don't know her that well. That's weird. I am not going to ask her. Okay. But when you spent time building a friendship with them and getting to know them, 
whenever they want to get healthy, doesn't matter when, whenever they want to get healthy, they're going to come to you. So when I do conversations, I do not have a timeline on it. It does. I do not message someone. I'm like, Oh, I hope they ask me what I'm doing. No, there's no timeline because it doesn't matter. I'm making new friends. And if in their life, their circumstances ever change now or three years from now, it doesn't matter. And they need to get healthy. They're going to come to me. Why? One, just like Westland said, I'm super consistent on posting and sharing. Okay. I, I brand myself. They know they can come to me because I show up all the time on social media, but two, they feel like they know me. They feel like they can trust me because we have spent time getting to know each other as humans, right? So I'm going to dig into this with you and show you how to make conversation simple and not weird, but also super time, time efficient because I see way too many people spending 45 minutes doing conversations and you don't need to. Um, so I was a teacher, so I'm a very visual person. So I'm going to share my screen and <clears throat> show y'all kind of a walkthrough of this. Okay. Can y'all see it? Perfect. Okay. So bread and butter, that is what conversations are. All right. Now, as you're starting, you need to have a hundreds list. I'm going to show you. So y'all have this beautiful right here, this beautiful hundreds list um, that was created for you, where you can write down your potential clients. You can write down, oh, I, I liked their post. Check. Oh, I commented. Check. I replied to a story. Check. That is so nice. Let me show you mine. I literally found a journal three years ago. This was my hundreds list. And I have pages on pages of pages of people. This is how I, back in the day, did my hundreds list. Um, and I would put an M next to their name if I messaged them and a C if I commented. Like, I was not this organized. So what y'all have now is magical and amazing. But this hundreds list is everything. I want all of y'all right now to say, just say no to Facebook scrolling. Okay? Because what I see happening way too much with some coaches is, you don't have a list. So you get on Facebook and you just start scrolling. Huh? Who can I message today? Okay. Oh, there's a good post. Okay. I'm going to message that. I'm going to message them today. You go message them. And that might work for about a week, but then eventually guess what? Facebook shows you the same people. So the next thing, you know, you spent 45 minutes scrolling and you're like, I have messaged one person. This takes way too long. Uh-uh. This is too much work. I'm not doing it. I have been on my phone for an hour today and I've done nothing. That's because you're not being very time efficient and effective at all. And so this hundreds list is everything. Okay. So who do you put on this list? People who have asked you what you're doing. Boom. Put them on their list. Friends, you know, that would be blessed by this people that you would love to partner with. Can I tell you when I first did this and it's actually pretty neat to go through this list. I went and put a check mark next to people who have become clients. Okay. It's actually really neat to go back and be like, Oh, she was a client. Oh, she became a client. Oh, she became a client. And I would say on my first hundreds list, I would dare to say 80 of them have been clients at some point. Okay. They're people I already know that I would love to bless. It was my best friend, but then also her mom and her cousin and her aunt that I already knew for 20 years. Um, church friends, moms, groups, coworkers, people, you know, at the gym, right? You want to put people, especially in the beginning of coaching. If you're fairly new, put people you already know. I'm not saying I'd be best friends with them, but I put people I worked with 12 years ago, okay, at a school I taught at. I put old college friends, old high school friends, people that I grew up with that I maybe lost touch with, that I was friends with them on Facebook. I put their names down, okay? Then you could be so efficient with your time instead of scrolling, you're going to have their name on that hundreds list right there. Boom, go to one of their names, go to their page, see what they've been up to, message them, get to know them, check off. Next person, oh, I'm going to go to Sally's page now. Okay, go see what she's been up to. Start a conversation, check it off. Next person, 
you will get so good at this. You can bust out three conversations in five minutes. I promise you this, like it does not take 45 minutes when you get really good and you get really efficient. But when you're wasting your time scrolling, you will get sucked into the dark hole of Facebook and you don't want to do that. We want you to get it done and go be blessed with your family, right? Eventually, as you kind of run out, I don't say run out, but like all your, and I don't like this either, the war market, right? The people that you know, eventually you're going to have to start putting other people that you don't know that well. So you're going to go through your Facebook list. Now that's what I do. I'll go through my Facebook list of people I've added over the years that I don't really know that well. And that's who goes on my list. And I start building relationships with them. But I also, I'm going to show you conversations, but I'm also going to talk a lot about nurturing these conversations because it's not a one and done. It's not, oh, I've messaged them one time. All right, I'll never speak to them again. It takes sometimes an ongoing process of talking to them and nurturing. That's why you have multiple boxes here, right? For liking and commenting on their stuff and messaging them. There's multiple. It's not just a one-time thing. So I'm going to show you guys a couple posts and how I would respond to them. Cause again, I think so many of you overthink, we overthink what to say to people because we're so in our head of like, Oh, I hope they don't think I'm weird. Oh, is this so random? And it's like, who cares? Who cares? Are you being a nice human? Are you being kind? Are you making someone's day? Are you making them feel special? Are you making, or giving them a compliment? Who really cares? Are your intentions good and pure? Then yeah. If your intention is, I hope I get them. Okay. It's going to feel a little bit icky, right? But we are not in the get them game. We are in the get to know you game. And then over time, they will come to you when they need to, right? So I use some coaches as examples because I didn't want to like go put random people and plaster their life on here for y'all. So this is our coach, Brittany. And this is what she posted. Cue all the tears. We left Utah. We're officially Arizona residents. Shout out to our family. Um, this house holds so many memories. Now, my motto is if I can comment on a post, I can message people. I think so many of us aren't, do we don't feel weird liking someone's stuff? We don't feel weird we're commenting like, oh my gosh, have fun. We're gonna, I hope y'all have fun moving. Like we wouldn't feel weird commenting on that. But all of a sudden, if we take that to messenger and make it more personal, it's all of a sudden very weird, right? So if you can comment, you can message. So this is what I would have commented. Oh my gosh, what's making y'all go to Arizona? Have fun. I could have commented that, right? But I took it to messenger and I would have said, oh my goodness. Uh, oops, sorry. I can't see what I'm doing. Okay. Oh my goodness. You're moving. I know that could be so emotional, but also exciting as you get to start a new chapter in life. What is taking y'all to Arizona? I heard it's an amazing place to live. So that, and I could, I, I wouldn't have said all that in a comment because that's a little bit too much in a comment, but I'm taking it and making it a little bit more personal. And I'm asking a question to engage so that she comes back and then I can start really getting to know her and uh, building that friendship. So here's another one. Our amazing coach, Elizabeth, and she posted this fun post about what's worse, laundry or doing dishes. Instantly, I thought, well, laundry, absolutely laundry is worse. I could have commented, oh, hands down laundry. If I can comment, I'm going to go to her messenger and make it a little bit personal. So I was like, oh, I hate doing both laundry and dishes. I've had to choose that question laundry. I despise it. I kept going on with six kids. It's never ending. Do you have any type of routine you do to make it more doable? Because Lord knows in our house, we need some type of routine because it's chaotic. But I'm asking her a question to engage. Again, I could have done this in, or in the comments, but I'm just making it more personal and getting to know her. I am not overthinking this, you. And you guys, if she isn't right back, right back, oh, well, right? I mean, she put it on there. She asked a question, right? What's worse for you? I'm answering it, but in Messenger. Um, the last example is um, a coach on Team Britain. And I literally saw these pictures and I thought, dang. 
that color coordinating is on point because it is it's I think these are so beautiful so I would have said to her I absolutely love your family photos what a gorgeous family you have your color coordinating is on point um love seeing all your posts too and the passion you have for what you do each day you just don't see that kind of excitement often so I want to let you know I see it I love it keep shining this is an example of sometimes if I see someone um, and I just notice, like, I love what they post. They are so inspirational. Like, I love how they're so positive. I didn't ask an engaging question because that wasn't my purpose. My purpose was to go make this person's day. I want to let her know I see you, I value, and I love what you post and share. Keep shining. I have no agenda to this. I don't care. I mean, if she never needs to get healthy, it doesn't matter to me. Um, I'm there just to make her day better. And what a cool gift that is that we get to go and inspire someone, but like make them feel better about themselves. Let them know they're seen and heard with no attachment to the outcome. I love that. I mean, it very much is like, who cares? There's no pressure. I'm just starting a genuine conversation. Um, so those are just some examples of what a conversation can look like. Quit overthinking this, right? You're just being nice, right? And who cares if they don't reply? Who can, I'm about to show y'all why you don't need to care if they never respond. Um, but it doesn't matter, right? You don't have an attachment to why you're doing what you're doing. You're doing this to be kind and loving. Okay. Another way um, that I do conversations is through Facebook stories. And on your hundreds list, you have Facebook stories like check, right? So when I go to my hundreds list and I see someone, this is another coach Mallory. I went to her page and I'm like, okay, she has a blue circle around her profile. That means she has a story. I love utilizing stories because it's real time. It's within the last 24 hours. It could be a little bit more interactive. And so I like to check that first. So if I go to my hundreds list, I went to Mallory's page. Oh, wow. She's a blue circle. I'm checking that first sometimes before I look at her post. So she had in her stories, this two different TJ Maxx stores, but I got some good pantry goods and I could tell she's about to organize. Okay. So this is what I would have replied back to her in her story. I would have said, okay, this is amazing. If you could only see our pantry right now, want to come organize mine kidding, but also not kidding. Now, had she probably wrote back like, oh my gosh, I would have kept the conversation going like, okay, but for real, how long did that take you to organize your pantry? Because her next picture was a before and after of her pantry and then her pantry organized. And it was amazing. So I would ask her, how long would that have taken you? And I would have genuinely, because y'all, I'm genuinely interested in this because I will pay someone to do that because I don't have time for that. But I'm interested in how that worked out for her. It wasn't a fake conversation. It's a genuine like, wow, I want that. So I would have kept that conversation going. So that's something you can utilize through Facebook stories. People put quotes. I will comment or heart like, oh my God, I love that quote. Thanks for sharing that today. It spoke to me. Or, oh my God, your kid looks so cute. Or, oh, that's so silly. I'm just engaging. Um, now, I know when you go to Facebook, it has like Facebook stories at the top row. I don't just go to those and start doing a Facebook story blitz and count those as my stories because a lot of times Facebook is going to show you the same people. And so if you want to do that as a nurture, I do that sometimes to nurture friendships, to nurture relationships, because most likely I've already done a conversation with them, but I don't count those as a new conversation. Only if I go to their, their my hundreds list, I go to their page and this, they do have a blue circle, then yes, I will count that as a conversation, but not just me going to the top bar and like going really fast through people. So I hope that makes sense. Um, okay. Now this is like one of my favorite stories because I call them ghosters. Have any of you ever had people where you message them and you know, at the bottom of your script that the messenger, you see that they saw your, your, your message, their picture shows up. There's not a great checkbox that they haven't seen. Oh no. There's a picture that says, Oh my God, they saw it. And they didn't reply back. Okay. And I know when I first started coaching, I was like, Oh my God, I know they saw it. And they didn't reply back. 
okay, they think I'm weird. Oh my God, they think I'm so annoying. Oh my gosh, like that was so uncomfortable. And I think I'm so weird for rallying messaging them. And then we get paralyzed and then we don't do it. Well, this is such a fun example because this is my, my friend, Sarah. And we weren't friends like two years ago. We, I knew of her, but I didn't, we weren't friends necessarily. And so I messaged her, it's this one right here. And I messaged her like in September and like, here's a, a recipe. I think maybe she liked one of my recipes. I can't remember. And um, I was like, here it is. And I asked a question, how old are your kids? She ghosted me. She did not write me back. And can I tell you, I went and found it. She is right here on my hundreds list. Okay. She's on a hundreds list at the very beginning. So when I saw her, I was like, Ooh, she is someone I want to partner with. Not that I thought she needed to lose weight, but I was like, there was something special about her page and what she's sharing. Okay. I'm going to keep this going. So then a month later, no November. So then maybe two months later, <laughs> I replied to her story. Talk to me about this words fest. It looked amazingly fun. She goes to me again, rude, right? And I'm just kidding. I love her. Okay, didn't care. So then two, a month later, like six weeks later, she did a post about her Christmas and they were, um, I think they were in Mexico, New Mexico or something in snow. So I messaged her about it. Did y'all have a good holiday? Goes to me again. <laughs> so I was like, oh my gosh. Then two weeks later, two weeks later, y'all, um, I messaged her. Again, now I'm probably liking and commenting and I know this is a lot. And I probably, honestly, I wasn't even keeping track of how often I was messaging her because I don't really care. And um, she finally, if y'all look, September all the way, it took her until February. till so she finally messaged me back and she's like, oh my God, I'm so rude. I'm so sorry. I never responded. So then she had this conversation. We kind of went back and forth. Long story short, she became a client and coach in April. And within 10 months, she became a global director. So I say this to y'all. Do not think ghosters are not watching you and do not think that they think you're weird and annoying. I did not care. I saw something special in her. I Look, I had the little check boxes like y'all do. I messaged her. I messaged her. I messaged her again. This is an example of nurturing the conversation. It is not a one and done. They don't ever message me again. I'm just moving on to my next list. It's no, this is an ongoing thing. And if they ghost you, it does not even matter. This is an example real quick, which is another client who... I saw that she viewed my story and sometimes I use my stories and I see who viewed it. And this story had like a ton of views. So I went through and I started a conversation with her. She goes to me and this was in July, but she was also on my hundreds list. So then in December, I thanked her for liking our anniversary post. She didn't respond again, but then in March, she replied to my story. And then three days later, she asked me what I was doing. A ghoster does not mean anything. You guys keep it going. They're watching. Sometimes people get busy. Sometimes they don't check messenger. Sometimes they see it and they're like, Oh, I'll get back to her. And then they don't. Right. And sometimes they might just be rude like Sarah and not get back to me. No, I'm just kidding. I love her so much as she does it. Oh, she's, I love her. Okay. So ghosters, let's not be intimidated by them. Um, okay. And as I kind of wrap up the last couple of things, these are what I call extras. Now, your business is built on your hundreds list. Okay. And what I see a lot of times coaches doing is they count birthday messages as your conversations for the day. I do not count those as my actual conversations. I count them as extras because let's be real. Birthdays are easy. And sometimes I think coaches use it as a cop-out because it's comfortable. It's easy. And they don't want to do the uncomfortable. So it's like, Oh, well, I did four birthday messages today. Done. I'm like, you know, that took you two minutes to go copy paste. No, that is not getting to know somebody. So I still do send them, but they're extra. So if my goal is five conversations a day and I see four birthdays that happened three days ago, those four are just extras. So I would say, Hey, happy birthday. Hope you feel extra loved and celebrated. Did you do you do anything fun? 
And then I send like sometimes a cute little graphic. She responded, thank you so much. We went out for pizza. And then sometimes I'll voice text to let them hear my heart. I'm so excited. That's so sweet that you spent your birthday with your children. How cool is that? You're such a good mom. I'm so glad you had so much fun. What are your plans at, you know, for what the weekend? So I go back and forth. I am not looking for a new client out of this. I was just wishing, wishing her a happy birthday. Um, here's an example of a coach of mine though, who did, she thanked, she um, thanked them for adding her as a friend. They ghosted her, right? A month later, she said, happy birthday. And then what, three weeks later, she asked what she was doing. So not that it won't turn into that, but not always, right? But this is an extra. And I'll tell you, don't message people on their actual birthday. Facebook shows you who has an upcoming birthday and who had a past birthday. So what I would do is look two or three days later or two or three days prior and message them then, not on their actual day. Um, another extra to me is thanking the likes. Now I think this is really important to do, but again, it is not, these are extras that I do on top of what I'm already doing my hundreds list. So this is Jolene Deering's husband, his before and after, and someone liked it. They didn't comment on the post. They just liked it. So she wrote, said, Hey, thanks for cheering Jason on, you know, it's been a fun week. Um, it, this is the key that I love. If you know of anyone who could benefit from our program and coaching, would you send them my way? I love partnering people. How's grandma life been? And she came back with, well, what about me? I need to lose 20 pounds, right? Now I'm not saying all of them are going to say, Hey, I want, what about me? I want to help, but I love adding that at the end, but you're just thanking them for liking. I thank people for liking my anniversary post. I thank people for liking my kid's birthday post. Okay. It's I'm th it's not always just about the health, um, but I will say if you've, you know, if you've seen that you thank them a lot, maybe don't say thank you again, necessarily just start a new conversation or go to their page and like, or comment their stuff because the same people might be liking your post. Um, and so you don't have to go and thank them every single time, but just build that relationship and nurture them. Um, so these are extras. And the last extra that I want to talk about is new friends. Guys, you have to add new friends. Our minimum is three a day. Let's quit thinking it's weird to go add new friends. We're building our network. We're building our sphere of influence. If I have a friend, Josie, and we, and then I go to her page and I see, dang, Sarah is your friend, but not my friend yet, but we got 30 mutual friends. We need to be friends. I'm going to add you as a friend. Quit being weird about adding new friends and getting to know people. But when you add a new friend, you guys, we need to go say hello. That's like you meeting someone at a party and you're stone cold. When, when Tiffany's like, hi, this is my friend, Amber. And you just, I mean, you wouldn't do that in person, right? So if you're adding them as a new friend, say hello. So something I say is, hey, you know, Tiffany, thanks for adding me as a friend. We have a lot of mutual friends. Plus I love the new people. I wanted to pop in and say, hi, how do you know Heather? We grew up together, such a small world. By the way, your family's precious. I go to their page. I see what they've been up to. By the way, I see you're a boutique owner. How fun. How long have you done that? I'm getting to know them. But that does not count as a conversation for the day. Because what I also see is people will go on an ad friend blitz and add 10 new friends. And then you can go real quick through, thank you for adding me. Thank you for adding me. And then you call that your conversations for the day. But the truth is when you add a new friend, it could take you a year before they ask you what you're doing because it's a new friendship and you've got to build that relationship and you've got to get to know them. So that's not, you're using your hundred list with people you already kind of know. The new friends are those that you need to get to know. So I'm going to show you one quick example of this. This is my coach, Jennifer. And um, I added her as a friend in May of 2019. So I thanked her. We went to high school together, asked her what year she graduated. So then we kind of had a conversation back and forth for about six, seven days. 
And then the conversation ended. Then I came back in July and thanked her for liking my health post. Okay. She did not respond back. Right. But then I realized we have the same birthday. We're birthday twins. So I was like, oh my God, I didn't realize we have the same birthday. So she came back. We talked a little bit back and forth. Um, then in August, I had announced I was pregnant. And so I thanked her for like, you know, celebrating that with me. So then we kind of went through at the end of August, we didn't talk again until December. And then at the end of December, she asked what I was doing. So it took us from May of becoming a friend to all the way to end of December before she became a client that did not happen overnight. And that did not happen with me just saying, Hey, thanks for adding me as a friend. And then I left it high and dry. Guess what? When I add people as a friend, they go on my hundreds list. They go to the back of my hundreds list because I know I need now go back and I have to nurture that friendship. I have to go back and forth and I have to comment on them and get to know them because I know it's just not a one and done. Okay. So it takes time. Um, and then Tiffany briefly touched on this. So I'm just going to end it with this. Find your baseline with conversations. I know the snares, of course, their action steps are amazing. And you have three paths, you know, three conversations a day, five conversations a day or 10. And what I want you to do is figure out what can you do? So on your best day, no, I mean, I'm sorry, on your worst day, right? What's that baseline? Don't say I want to do 10 and then you have a terrible day and you don't feel like you did it. So then you feel like a failure, right? So then you feel like you can't do anything else or you end December exhausted because you've been trying, pushing and pushing and pushing. And then come January, you're like, I'm freaking exhausted, right? Do what you can, right? And then on a better day, what could you do? Could you do five conversations? Could you do seven? And then on your best day, when you have all the time in the world, what is that stretch goal? Okay. And she said it imperfect actions better than perfect um, in action. So find that baseline, figure out what you can do. And that's what you lean with. And lastly, I love this quote, but it says, do everything with a well heart and expect nothing in return. And when you do this, you'll never be disappointed. So that's all I got. I know it's a lot. Woo! Thank you, Tiffany. Boom. <laughs> Seriously, Ashley, my text. I mean, it's like a dadgum jackpot right now, lighting up with all the coaches that are like, oh my gosh. People who are leaders are texting me like, I just learned so much crap, like so good. First of all, Ashley will post this on the bootcamp page. All you panickers right now. I know y'all. Quit panicking. Ashley will post it. But do you know why? Ashley is an IPD. IPD with one of the largest businesses on our team. Okay. Freaking bomb. You know why? These aren't theories and just great ideas. Ashley freaking did this every day. Every day. There's a song I want. You, okay, well, first of all, if you don't like language, you just get the clean version. But there's a song by I think it's a little Wayne, little John. I don't know one of them little guys, uh, and it says "Get out of my mind." Okay, y'all living up in here so dadgum much, you are literally overthinking your way out of your dreams, out of your children's dreams, out of generational curses being broken, out of freedom, out of all the things. Now, listen, it takes freaking hard work. We ain't gonna sit here and tell you it falls from the sky. Ashley just showed you that what she did. It's very simple. It's not easy because most of you are thinking so much up here and you're not living from here. If you will stop trying to get a client and stop trying to be salesy and you're sitting here, I don't want to sound salesy. Say, don't sound salesy. Just get in there and care. We were on our after party the other day and someone said, how do I turn a conversation to health? You don't. You don't. You just get on there and you love the crap out of people and you make them feel cared for and valued. And that mama who's running around feel like a failure. Cause I don't know about you, but if you're a mom or a daddy, half the time you feel like you're sucking at parenting, but you get in there and you message a mom and go, I just want you to know, like, I saw what you did with your kids today. You're an amazing mom. When she's ready to get healthy, she's coming to you. But even if she never does, 
You made her feel good on a day when she probably felt like crap because she was comparing herself to all them stinking influencers, social media feeds where they look like perfect moms, but everybody else raising the kids. All right, I'm just telling you. You made her feel good. That's how you build a business. You love people well and you get out of your head and you just do it. And I saw it in the chat, one great thing. You know what? You can do all this in text messaging, but I know Ashley does this too. She obviously couldn't show this because you wouldn't see what she said, but send voice memos to people in Messenger. Let them hear your voice and hear how much you care. And I, this is how you do it. Ashley built a business this way. We all did. So thank you, Ashley, so much. Now we're about to talk about your fears because I know a lot of you still scared to dang death. The master, one of my favorite speakers of all time. I love him so dang much. The amazing, we're going to bring a male into this, Corey Baker. What's up, you guys? That was really uh, outstanding, Ashley. I can't wait to go back and watch that. Um, just learning a lot. And I am in a cabin in Tennessee right now. I just got done speaking at a coaching retreat for uh, a different team, Shane Bishop, who is Eric Hunsberger's sponsoring coach. Um, he asked me to come and share with his crew. And I was honored to because uh, Shane's decision to say yes changed my life a long time ago. So I'd do anything for him. But, uh, you know, I want to share just you know, one quick thought about conversations. And, you know, Ashley got my mind running on that a lot. And something I thought of a while ago in regards to conversations is that a lot of us spend so much time convincing ourselves of what we're not. You know, we, we spend time looking at all these people that have a better transformation than us, that have more influence than us, that can speak better than we can, that can light up a room when they open their mouth and we look at ourselves and we think there's just no way that I can do all of that. But I want you to think about this. And this is truly the key when it comes to building a great business is coming to that place of doing all the work. You know, I, I started thinking about all those screenshots that Ashley showed and I started thinking about the thousands that she didn't show. The ones that didn't get a reply. The ones that didn't lead to a health assessment. The happy birthday messages that were never responded to. You know, we, we, there was a lot of work that went into finding those conversations, but my goodness, I'm sure there was even more work that went into having the conversations that didn't always end up going the way that she wanted them to go. So the truth is that there's someone that is going to have more influence than you. There's someone that is going to have a more noticeable transformation than you. They're going to have more friends than you. They're going to have better communication skills than you. Don't let them start more conversations than you. They might have all of those things, but the only one that's letting them start more conversations than you is you. So let that be what your mantra is. Let that be what is the thing that sets your business apart, getting out and getting in there and just doing it. I want to talk to you about fear a little bit. Um, this is such an interesting thing to talk about. And I think that the reason it's such an interesting thing for me to talk about is that it's something that I deal with a lot. And especially when it comes to sponsoring, you know, we've, we've been having a lot of conversations surrounding how much our world has changed how much social media has changed, 
and just how flipping afraid people are today, not just people on this Zoom, but just in life. We have a lot of people that walk around just absolutely deathly afraid. We've been talking a lot about sponsoring. Can I just say this? Sponsor numbers are down. We're, we're not sponsoring as many coaches as we have in the past. And why is that? And I think at the, at the end of the day, it, it's, it's allowing yourself a moment to just breathe and remind yourself that it's going to be okay. And that if I do the work that we just got done talking about, that success will come. It just may not happen as fast as I want it to. We deal with fear. So I want to ask you a question in regards to sponsoring, in regards to your business, in regards to your life. I want to know what is it that you are so afraid of? What are you so afraid of? Had a conversation. I was talking with Drew yesterday and we were talking about sponsoring. And I said, you know, here's what I feel regarding our business. So many of us are focusing so much on defense and not enough on offense. We are spending the best parts of our day trying to keep people out of the end zone, protecting what we have, protecting not wanting what we have to go away. I see it in the chat. People afraid of success, what that's going to do to them, afraid of rejection, afraid of how I'm going to be thought of, what people are going to think. I want to ask you a question, and I want to ask you this question in two different ways. It's the same question, but how you word it and how you phrase this question means all the difference in the world. What if I don't? We ask ourselves that question all the time. This life that I want to build, this business that I want to build, this legacy that I want to change, what if I don't? What if I don't do it? What if I'm not good enough? What if I have all these dreams and just have to live the rest of my life with fear and with uh, this idea that the only, the, only ex the only thing that I ever got to experience about my dream was the act of dreaming it. I never got to live it. The only experience I ever got to have with my dream life was the process of dreaming it because I never got the chance to dream it. What if I don't? But then what if you ask that question from a different perspective and say, God, what if I don't? Who, who am I holding hostage if I don't? What kind of life am I living if I don't? What if I don't? What, what happens if I don't? And there's this like moment in the, you ever, you ever heard that, uh, that poem? I think it's Robert Frost talks about two roads diverged in a wood. And I took the one less traveled by, and that has made all the difference. Can I tell you something? Ashley just gave us a quick, very simple way to start conversations. And you want to know what the truth is? Most of you won't do it. It's not that you can't. It's not that you lack the ability. It's not that you lack the time. It's not that you lack the talent. You just won't. So... Fork in the road moments in your life aren't bad, right? We're, we're at a fork in the road business, uh, a point in our business where we're like, which way am I going to go? 
am I going to take the road less traveled or am I going to take the road that everybody else is, which is the road of fear and discouragement and worry and playing defense with my life instead of playing offense with my life. When I see a question, who are you looking for? Really? Who is it that you were looking for your ideal client? Do they become a coach? Do you, do they become a coach? And I want you to listen to this. And I said this before, but I want to say it again. You need to learn to believe and understand that people that quit are doing you a favor. They are not hindering your success. They are not standing in your way. They are not holding you back from accomplishing what you want to accomplish in your life. People that quit, people that cancel, people that ghost you, they are doing you a favor. Learn to see it as that. It is not about that discouraging you. It is about them releasing you to continue your mission of finding who it is that you want to find that person who is willing and ready to change their life. They are not hindering you. They are doing you a favor. What, what is the mission of your life? What are you truly wanting to accomplish with this life? And I know this is such a cliche thing, but the reality is, we got one chance at this and I'm 41 years old reality. I'm at a halfway point in my life. I got one chance, one chance at being the person that I want to be to make a difference, to change the world. Do I want to take every opportunity that I have in this life? to live my life afraid. Here's a thought for you. Is the allure of your mission more controlling than the grip your fears have on you? Is the allure of your mission that you feel for your life more controlling than the grip that fear has on you. Listen, I'm sure you could probably win the contest for reasons to feel sorry for yourself if we all put it in the chat why we do. You'd probably win. But I also know that you will never find the leaders that you desperately and deeply desire to join your team if you spend the best parts of your day feeling sorry for yourself instead of starting conversations and learning how to become the person that those people you desire to attract find attractional in the first place. Maybe they're not attracted to you because you spend all of your time feeling sorry for yourself. I'll be honest. COVID hit me hard, not the actual sickness itself, but March, 2020, I was so scared, so scared. And I've dealt with fear a lot. And I thought for sure, because here's the thing, you know what we are most afraid of? Uncertainty. And we have never lived in times of more uncertainty than we live in right now. I didn't know what was going to happen with our business. I didn't know what was going to happen with 
COVID and with UPS and fuelings and shipping delays. And I didn't know. So fear, if you let it, can 150% cripple you to the point of not being able to move. And I think that is why so many people don't do what Ashley just talked about, start conversations, because they have allowed themselves to be more controlled by fear than they are compelled by mission. So who are you? And what is it that you truly are wanting to accomplish in your life? I think sometimes it's important to remind ourselves who we are, that there's nobody else in the world that is like you, that there's somebody out there that is desperately waiting for you to start a conversation with them. They know, they, they, they're looking for something, they just don't know what it is. They're looking for something. They can't define what it is that they want, but they know for damn sure what they don't want. And they live in that reality every single day until that time when you strike up the courage to have a conversation with them and to reach out in them to begin relationship, to begin connection. And you're like, you know what? It's time. Who am I? What do I want to accomplish in my life? I think it really boils down to that. I want to play, I want to play a song for you. It's three minutes long and I'm going to be done. Three minutes. I want to play a song for you. And I don't, I don't want this to be like some, you know, weird thing, but if, if I want you to like feel this, I want you to feel this and I want you to feel and learn and listen to the pain that is in the voice of the person that sings this song, that there are people out there that desperately have this thing inside of them that is wanting to be awakened, but they need a flint. They need something to awaken it. They need something to spark it. They need something to remind them that their life is not over, that it isn't broken, that it's just at this place of needing to be restarted. And they're waiting for you to get over yourself and have a conversation with them so that they can see what they've been missing this whole time that has made them so miserable, so scared, so afraid, and so alone. So it's a song from one of my favorite shows called Sons of Anarchy. If you're not seeing it, it's pretty dang violent. But there's a part, there's a song that is played. And I want you to hear this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play this song, come back and talk for 30 seconds and I'm done. But I want you to hear this. And I want you to just feel, feel the hurt in this song, but also the hope in this song. And realize that everything this song talks about is what you can be for the world if you decide to be. Why will it not play? Why is it not playing? Sorry. Uh, wait. Oh, sorry. You know what? I'm going to, here's the thing. I will find it. You can Google it. I'm, I don't know why it's not playing, but it is what it is. What is it? Do you want me to look it up? You can try. It's called the lost boy by Greg Holden. I don't know if I'm just not allowed to play it or whatever, but it's not letting me, um, it's not letting me play it, but you can, you can try to find it in a second. Try, try to find it on your, on your Apple iTunes or whatever. If not, you can Google it, play it yourself. It's amazing. But you know what? Hold on. I, I might be able to play it from here. My phone. That's what I'm about to say on your phone. 
Uh, sorry, guys. I had it. It just now it's telling me I can't play it. Okay, take your time. But you're going to want to hear it. It's really awesome. Here we go. Can you hear that? He said, my boy, you gotta run. Don't wait for me, don't wait for mom. We'll come get you when it's safe for us to move. So I waited many years, held back the pain behind my tears. For my father to come fight me like he said. And in that time, I was alone. So many years without my home. I made brothers of a different kind instead. And at the time I didn't know just how hard the wind could blow towards disaster and the things that I would see. But I'm telling you, and I hope that I am heard says even in my know even in what i know in my lifetime i will be a hero to the masses to those born without chances there's a freedom that everyone deserves i know in our world it's broken crazy there's greed there's corruption i've seen death mass destruction but i'm telling you and i hope that i am heard i will not be commanded think about your fear 
I will not be commanded. I will not be controlled. I will not let my future go on without the help of my soul. Listen, you have probably every reason in the world to be afraid. You also have every reason in the world to be filled with hope because you have a story and you have a transformation. There is a hero inside of you that the world is so desperately waiting for. So you're at the place, that fork in the road, and I truly hope that you make a decision to take the road less traveled because the world needs you. Thank you, Tiff. Thank you, Corey. Gosh, love you so much. And I mean that, I could get so emotional. I just love Corey and just so thankful for you and your wisdom. I have a text here and I wanna read it. It says, I wanna be more like Corey, wise and calm like a Jedi. <laughs> it's so true. Corey just brings the calm and the peace and he's so wise and we just love you. Um, thank you for sharing with us today. So good. And uh, we're going to have now a testimony from such testimony, like I feel like I'm in church or something, but uh, from someone who had to overcome a lot of fears and has overcome them and created an amazing business and changed a lot of lives. So Audra, will you share with us today? Yes. Hi. Hi, everybody. So Corey is like warm and fuzzy mm, and he just makes you, I probably am not going to make you feel like that. It's just about how I roll. So we're going to, we're going to crank it up a little bit. Okay. Um, okay. So if I haven't met you, my name's Audra. I've been coaching for four years. I'm a wife, a mom. I've got three little boys and I'm a former labor and delivery nurse. Uh, you know, that like stable traditional job that nobody really questions or asks you too much about. Um, yeah, that one. <laughs> Just for some background, when I left bedside nursing um, to coach full-time, my father-in-law asked my husband if I was going to lose my nursing license. He was so afraid that this was going to backfire, not work, whatever, um, that I needed a plan to fall back on. Is that what you want? Do you want to work your nine to five because that's your backup plan? Are you working your worst case scenario right now? If you got a backup plan, fine, whatever, but you should not be working that nine to five. Um, <laughs> and I did not say yes to coaching because I thought I'd be a millionaire, okay? I wanted to replace two shifts a month so that I could be at home with my boys more and have a holiday actually on the holiday and not have to like reschedule Christmas. Um, a couple hundred dollars to me was huge. It was huge, 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 huge. And so why should we be afraid to offer that to our clients and coaches? Or I'm sorry, our clients and family. Family, they don't need that. They don't need community. They don't need this on a Saturday morning. What? Go back. For those of you that are making more than $300, go back to that first $300 you made. It was freaking huge, okay? It was huge. And you don't think that people need money community health right now? Hello. Okay. Here's a little shocker for you. Um, according to the CDC in 2018, before COVID 73.6 of us adults, 20 and over were overweight or higher 73.6 before COVID. Now that doesn't mean seven out of the 10 people you talk to are going to be ready for this right away, but that's not our job. And if you're a parent, you've heard no plenty of times. So like, 
who cares? Um, <laughs> but our job is to live out loud, to share this with anybody who, anybody, right? Because there's 73 plus percent of people that need what we have. And I know what you're thinking, because I've thought them all too. Oh my God, what's my mama's neighbor going to say? And what's my sister's hairdresser and that girl from high school going to say? Listen, that girl probably is overweight and she's probably living paycheck to paycheck. So who cares, right? She needs you too. Just, she'll come, she'll come around real soon. Um, so I don't know why we aren't screaming from the rooftops of what we have. Listen, I get it. For the first three years of coaching, I wrestled with what to say when someone asked me what I did. Um, saying a nurse was so much easier. No one asked me. They, they're like, oh, you're a nurse. That's great. And they kind of just left it. I didn't want to be seen as that girl. But let me tell you, I was actually finding more fulfillment and more fun in coaching than I ever did in nursing guys, I got to see babies born every day. It was awesome. It's fleeting, right? That feeling is fleeting because it's not my baby, but I get to have conversations and help people empower them. People that actually wanted my help. And I got to do that and help for my friends and my family, like, hello. Um, but the thing that kept me, that held me back, um, an example, I, we would be at baseball tournaments with my, oh, there it is, <laughs> baseball tournaments with my son's team. And there would be, you know, parents over there talking about like vacations and, oh, they got a raise this year and blah, blah, blah. And I didn't think I could be in that conversation. Meanwhile, I'm like paying for school field trips for kids that aren't even mine. We're going on vacation. I'm helping other moms make an income. And I didn't think I was worthy to be in that conversation. Garbage, garbage. So I don't know who told you that money was bad or, um, you know, people who have money do bad things with that money. They're greedy or whatever. I don't care. It's their story, not yours. Like we're adults. So you get to think whatever you want. Um, but just know that what we have is a gift and Corey said it one life, one freaking life. I don't know why we are not like wearing shirts with our before and afters. I think I might get one now and walking around the stores. Like I can help you. We are here to help the people. That's our only job. So a couple things happened, um, that helped me turn this around. Number one, uh, I turned 40. I don't know <laughs> if it was like something in my brain or whatever uh, changed, but uh, I just kind of thought, like Lori said, I'm half, I might live to 80, I'm 42. I might live to 84, right? Okay, but like this train is rolling. So we got to start doing some things. I turned 40. Um, Dan and Megan started putting me offering opportunities to put me in rooms with people who thought like me, people who had money and were doing really good things to kind of change how I thought about everything. Um, but the kicker came uh, this year when my grandparents started needing more help. And I am going to be responsible for that. Um, any of you out there taking care of aging parents or grandparents and it's all on you, I feel you. I get it. You're not alone. It just Stinks, okay. Um, but you know what? I would get uh, snarky remarks from people that probably should be helping me a little more, taking care of them that, oh, don't worry, Audra will buy your plane ticket, I'm sure. So you know what, uh, <laughs> what I felt when I read that? 
oh, I felt fire, fire. Like, oh yeah, you're damn right. Oh, you're damn, <laughs> you're dang right. I'm going to buy that plane ticket and I'm going to buy whatever else she needs. So yeah, so fire. So when those people and those sisters, mamas and your hairdresser's cat or whatever thinks they're going to say something about you, they're not. Number one, nobody's thinking about you, promise, because you're all thinking about yourselves right now. Um, but without Optavia, we would, this wouldn't even be my problem. This would not even be my problem. Okay. I would be stuck in that scarcity mindset of my family. I wouldn't, I would be happy with whatever and not doing what I know I could. I mean, guys, without Optavia, I am at an Airbnb right now with three of my best friends that I met through Optavia. Like who doesn't want that? Okay. Who doesn't freaking want that? So please, 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 please know that I still have fears. Don't make, don't like think that, oh, Audra, she got off there. She's fearless. She goes, no, mm -mm. you can ask Dan. He walked me through a little overthinking session for an hour yesterday about reaching out and getting in my own head. So it still is there, but I know what I have. I come back to all of this and that fire in my belly, just, it drives me because what we have is amazing. This is a vehicle to do whatever you want to do. And please, please, please do not spend much time thinking about other people's opinion. They're not thinking about you. Okay. I promise. That's it. Thank you guys. Thank you so much, Audra. So, so good. Just love you and appreciate you so, so much. All right. We have one more speaker, the last speaker of the day, but listen to me. This is the most fired up woman on the planet. I tell her all the time, like, ain't nobody my soul sister like this one. And we actually have matching earrings today almost. Uh, she just got the, the really cute short hair, but she's the most fired up lady I've ever met outside of myself. And I freaking love her. And what she's about to share with you, like, this is so dang good. So don't you log off. And if you do, it's okay. You can watch the recording. I, I text her. She said we may run a few minutes over. I'm like, do your thing. If they log off, they crazy town. Because this is about to, like, be amazing. So Heather, come share with us. What's going on? Yes, always fired up. You're my soul sister for real. Okay, guys, do y'all have about 15 more minutes in you? Let me put a one in the chat if you can hang for about 15 more minutes. And let me just tell you, if you get off now, that's cool, but you're going to miss what to do with all of these incredible business building activities that were just handed to you. And let me just help you for a minute. Y'all, y'all listen in for a quick minute. Stop making this harder than it has to be. Some of y'all are like, oh, the, the flip has been switched. I'm, I'm ready. I'm more switch has been flipped, whatever. I'm ready. I'm ready to rock and roll. I'm all in. And some of y'all are like, oh my God, it's just too much. Stop making it weird. <laughs> we are using a new platform, but it's the same age old concept of relationship. So I'm going to show you what to do when all of these things begin to work together seamlessly so that we can start really helping and serving people. What do you want to be known for? I hope it is to serve people. I hope it is to empower and encourage and uplift and add value. I hope that that is what you're using your voice and your struggle and your insecurity and your fear for. You can wield those things for power. And I'm going to show you how to do that in a tangible way. But y'all, it doesn't just have to be done on social media. 
That's where we get caught up. Yesterday, I worked from a coffee shop. I was sitting there with my daughter. I was not ear hustling, but this lady beside me was having some meeting and she seemed very passionate. She just kind of seemed like my person. As I was listening to her, I was like, man, I just, I like her language, all that. Right before I left, I felt prompted. So lean in if you feel prompted to just go, just love on her for a minute and just tell her, hey, I, I hope you don't mind. I was not trying to listen into your conversation or anything, but I heard you talking with so much passion. And girl, I just got to tell you that that's encouraging and inspiring to see in fellow women. So I just want to celebrate you for a minute. And that one conversation within two minutes turned to, I appreciate you saying that because I'm actually like, my job is going away and I'm looking for something right now and I'm about to have to be doing interviews. And I was wondering if I could do that again in this season. I said, you're looking for something. What do you do? What are you looking for? Well, I don't know if what I do would be a fit, but I mean, I like you, so I'd love to connect. Would you be open to us having a conversation? Bam, just like that. Stop making it weird. Let me give you some really powerful things that are going to help you when these conversations happen. Now, look, disclaimer, everybody has a different method of doing it. We have the same structure and system, right? But you may hear language that's like, oh my God, I don't know how to do that. There's not some specific verbiage that Ashley Martin just gave you that's going to build your business. There's not some specific way of communicating or overcoming this one fear that Corey just talked about. And if I do it exactly like Corey does it or exactly like Ashley or Tiffany or Heather or Wesley or whoever, then I'm going to have, if I get the right verbiage or maybe this is the next new tool that's going to build my business, baby. I built my business for the first year doing more calls than you could even imagine. And most people's calls took about 30 minutes. I got mine most of the time down to about 20. But if you got to do 20 calls with people and that's their first point of contact to ever even know your story or what you do, then you're talking about out of five conversations, one becomes a client, you do the math. How it was two and a half hours worth of conversation, usually to even onboard one client. I want to simplify that for you today. And this is the thing. Technology is just trying to simplify. It is not stealing the relationship. And if you think you can systemize your way out of relationship, you'll never build a business. Because if you don't have relationship, you will not have trust. You don't want to be a salesman. Awesome. Because that ain't what we do. If you want to go sell stuff, go pick a potion, a powder, a pill, and have at it. We are in the people business, okay? So I want you to listen in to how, this is how I bring on clients. Listen, y'all, I brought on 12 new clients last month. I brought on nine new clients already this month. I would dare say that as an IPD, this works. So can y'all just borrow something that I know has proven effective and I've watched it in brand new coaches all the way to coaches who've been around a hot minute. I'm going to give you some steps to ATMing people. How many of you have ever felt like, I wish I knew what to say and how to really communicate this gift effectively enough? Put a two in the chat if you ever thought, oh, I wish I could say it like, name your person that you think says it amazing. Okay, maybe you think I communicate this gift well. Can I give you my voice today? I'm about to give it to you. Would it be cool if you could bring me on every time that you wanted to share this amazing gift with people? I'm like, man, if I could just bring Heather Wallace on, let her tell you about how she lost 122 pounds, how this changed her life and awaken you to what's possible. Would you like that? Throw a seven in the chat if you'd like to bring me on all your calls. Would that be awesome? 
I would love to do that because I love sharing what we do and how our lives are changed. So there's a bunch of y'all throwing some sevens in a chat. I'm about to give you that. Are you ready? Okay. Here's how we're going to do it. First is the initiation. That's the conversations that Ashley was just talking about. I'm not going to go back into that. And I don't want y'all to start writing verbiage. I want you to lean in and listen to my heart. All of this verbiage is going to be in the bootcamp page. Let me say it again. All of this verbiage is going to be in the bootcamp page. Lean in like you're a brand new person. You don't have any idea what we do. Lean in and let me take you on a journey for a minute. Okay. You're brand new. You've been watching me. You've seen me. You've seen my transformation. You've seen me sharing a little bit about my before and after, celebrating some others. How am I starting these conversations? Well, I'm doing great things like Ashley talked about, asking reciprocal questions because I genuinely want to get connected. All those fun things. I am being strategic about what I post. And let me just go ahead and give you this tidbit. If you think that you can just post or just start conversations or just do stories or just add friends or just and you're only doing one, two or three of those things. I don't care if you pick basic or all in. You can be going 20 miles an hour or 120 miles an hour. If you're not using all of those things together, it is like going that speed down the highway with one, two, or three tires. You ain't going nowhere fast, baby. And you're probably going to cause a collision on your way. So if you're going to do one of it, pick what you can do every day and do all of it. Okay, not going to preach on that because that's not what I'm here to tell you. All right, strategic things, recipes. In your, here's an easy thing that you can do. Whenever you do recipes, transformations, your own journey, non-scale victories, those are awesome. When you do stories, doing polls in your stories, like, hey, if you'd like this recipe, sometimes I'll give it to them. Sometimes I'm using that to start a conversation, okay? If you'd like this recipe, little slide bars. One of the great things that you can add is, you know, questions on recipes or stuff uh -huh. like that. What's most important for your family meals? A, B, C, or D? Quick and easy, healthy, cost, all of the above. And I'm going to tell you how to use those. Slide bars to show love on transformations. Like when you put it up there, click the little thing in Instagram and do the slide bar with a heart so people can love it because they immediately, that's an easy way for them to ask you what in the world you're doing. Y'all, this is a personal journey. And I've said this before, but you know, we don't go up and guess whether or not people are pregnant. And if you do, you might want to stop. We don't go up and guess somebody's age. That's a dangerous game. Don't play it. My God, these days, I ain't even guessing gender. You know what I'm saying? I'm just sitting back, okay? Probably fired and you'll probably have to take that part out, but whatever. Nobody needs to be guessing anybody's weight either. Are you losing weight? Are you gaining weight? We're not asking people that question. Please stop making other people be weird. You're the coach. You're the hope dealer. Why are you, you're like shutting the door and bolting it. I'm going to post it. You can see me through my window, but baby, you ain't getting in to ask me any questions. No, open your door and let people in. That is your responsibility. That happens by being intentional. If you don't like the word strategic, cool. I do because I think that's biblical, but whatever. Get intentional about what you're doing in these conversations so they have permission to ask you. I see all y'all laughing in the chat. Y'all come back with me. <laughs> to ask you what you're doing. Okay. And then Tiffany said it again, but I'm about to tell you, use your voice. I, I don't really want you to have a script because then you just copy and paste it. And you feel that and listen to me, baby. So do they. 
So hit the audio button on your Facebook Messenger. Hey, so-and-so. Hey, Tiffany. Girl, I just saw your comment. Girl, I just saw that vote in my stories. I hadn't talked to you in forever. I just saw you wanted the recipe. Awesome. I just want to reach out and connect with you. Tell me more. Hey, you voted in my stories that you're looking for recipes. Okay, girl, same. I have an amazing group that I use and I get all my recipes from there. I saw you were looking for help. Tell me more about that. Like, are there specific things? Because I'd love to give you this recipe. And who knows, maybe you'd like the access to the group so that you can have all the recipes. We're starting the conversation. Hey, Tiffany, girl, I just want to say thank you for the love that you showed on Jane's transformation. Watching her experience this new life has been amazing. So I so appreciate the support. If you ever know of somebody looking to transform their life, girl, you feel free to connect us. You are such a gift to the world. Thank you for being an encourager. Maybe nobody else sees that in you, but I always see that in you. Did that feel weird or icky to anybody? Or did that feel very genuine, but also open the door? Here's the caveats. That's all the, the initiation, how we get them into any kind of conversation about help. Why am I doing that? Because that's what I do. It ain't all I do, but it's what I do. And if somebody's going to be making a decision about help, especially in the next 90 days, you better believe I don't want them going and feeling like a failure trying something else that ain't going to work. I want them to think, you know who is always showing up? Heather Wallace is showing up. You want to know why you need to show up? Because I am. And somebody's going to get these clients. It might as well be you. So when they reach out and they ask the question, okay, tell me what you're doing. Yes. Your problem is you're trying to tell them what you're doing. That ain't really what they're asking. They're asking, how can I do? Is it possible that I could do what you're doing? This is where you transition from being a salesman to a coach. I'm not giving them all of my story. That may have been the form of the question, but they don't care that much about you. They're begging for hope for themselves. Your job is to say, you know what, Tiffany, I don't, I don't think we've ever even talked about this, girl. Tell me a little bit more about why you're reaching out. Is there something specific you're working toward? I just love to hear more so I can answer your question and best serve you. And then I'm going to allow them the opportunity to say, well, yeah, I'd actually like to lose about 20 pounds. Oh, my gosh. Now I'm going to give them belief that they can borrow. Sister, you want to lose 20 pounds? I've lost 122 pounds. You've got this. We can absolutely accomplish that. But I'm not settling for the surface. Why? Because I'm the coach. And I'm voice messaging, y'all. And I'm just saying, okay, Tiffany. And she may have texted me back, fine. She may have voice messaged me back. But I'm going to use my voice again. All right, girl. Oh, you can do that. And I'm going to send you some resources on how. But just for a minute. Because this was such a personal journey for me, and it probably is for you too. And I acknowledge that. Let's say you woke up tomorrow and that 20 pounds is gone. What changes about your life? How are you going to feel? And I let them tell me. It's like doing a call. It's just not over the phone. It's over a specific app. Because we're messaging back and forth, and I'm still using my voice. And then when she tells me a little bit deeper, this is what I really want to accomplish. Girl, I cannot wait to celebrate with you for that. That is going to be amazing. Okay, so do you have a couple of minutes real quick? I'd actually, I've got a plan for you. I would like to send you some information, just a quick overview of my friend, Heather. She's got an amazing story 
And if you'll take a few minutes, it'll just lay out exactly how we're going to accomplish that. I'm going to tell you why I do that first. Now, listen, if you are a jam up communicator, you love to just jump right on a call right there. Awesome. Go for it. But for many of us, when I started, I didn't have that confidence yet. I wasn't sure what their objections would be. I didn't feel like, you know, I, I was afraid, you know, and that came across. And so what you get to do right here is allow my voice to step in. And we have a group with 200,000 plus people in it. That's what we call social proof. Have y'all ever bought something on Amazon? Same product, but you're looking for one star review or five star reviews. Which one do you want? Five star. If you got two with five star reviews, which one are you looking for? The one with two views or two votes or the one with 200 votes? You want 200 votes. So you're looking for the highest reviews with the most reviewers. That is what our group does for you. So we're taking some of that pressure off of you to be some master communicator. And we're saying, okay, here's the video. And so from there, I'm going to go to health and wholeness. That's the group we use. I'm going to invite them. And I'm going to take that video link at the top. And I'm going to click the three little dots, copy link, and go back to Messenger and paste it. That takes them directly to the link and directly to the video so they don't get lost and it doesn't get buried in notifications. And I voice text, hey, let me know when you've got a quick minute to look this over. I am so excited for you. I sent you an invite so you can actually join that group and take a look at this video. I'll circle back to you or let me know as soon as you've watched it. And I give them 12 to 24 hours and I'm coming back if they don't come to me. Now, has this been hard so far? No. And the next question I'm asking, if they haven't come back to me or they haven't, and this opens the door, if they have an objection, if, if they're ready, all of that, sometimes that enough, because we've already figured out what they want and they really had to think about what it's going to change when they get it. They've already done that. Now they've heard exactly what the program does and how it works. And so I come back with this question. Hey, Tiffany, girl, I'm so glad you had a chance to watch it. I'd love to know what you loved most. or do you feel like you've heard enough at this point to make a decision about your own health journey? Because girl, you can drop that 20 pounds and we're going to be able to celebrate that. I'm again telling her what we're going to be able to do. Most of the time, people right then are like, yes, I'm ready. What's next? Or yes, I'm ready. What's the cost? You know what the cool thing is then? If you don't know how to handle that, you can then jump on a call. You can dig further into their why answer those questions, circle your coach in if that's where you're at in your journey. If you happen to use a tool called a jot form, some do, some don't. There's no magic in it. It's just what people prefer. If you use that, you can send that to them even before you send them the video or right then to say, hey, just so we make sure we're getting you on the right plan, let me have a couple of moments of your time. Jot form, health assessment, whatever your version is of that. And then you can serve them. Now you have taken that conversation in minutes where you had the time to go back and forth in messenger, still using your voice from I'm curious to I'm capable. And you empowered them to that. How beautiful is that? So finally, if they're not ready, this group helps you with follow up. It does it for you. It makes it easy. If they wanted to join for recipes, do you know how simple it is to say, listen, I want to make sure that I'm getting you all the recipes. Turn on your notifications for this group because new recipes are dropping every single day. And also just 
to be fully open and transparent, a lot of people are looking for solutions and their help and they're looking for a plan to fit that. So I'm going to just send you the welcome video so you've got it. That way you know exactly what the group is and how to navigate it. But if recipes is all you're looking for, then I'd love to be able to keep up with you and tag you in some recipes when I find some that are great fit for you. See how simple it is now to go back and follow up or they're not ready yet. Awesome. You know what? You may not be ready to take this next step. It may be that finances are, you know, tight right now because it's Christmas and you're going to gift this to yourself the week of Christmas, whatever. Awesome. In the meantime, we still want to add value to you. And there are so many tips and challenges and great recipes. So if it's okay with you, because, you know, maybe you're not ready to start, but I'm still a coach. Can I coach you through help while you're waiting to make your decision? I'll send you some tips and then you can tag them in that. And guess what it does? It takes them right back to that group when there's a new tip, a new video, a new recipe. Hey, just thinking about you today and your goals. I know that you're going to be able to do this. You've asked permission to follow up and you're putting them back in a group where they're going to see those tips and also transformations. Okay. I don't have a ton of time to keep diving into that, though I could. I want to give you one more tool. Is that helpful for anybody? We're going to put some verbiage in the chat, but do you see how seamless that conversation and organic that conversation is? What do you want? What made you reach out? Why is that important to you? Here's how we're going to do it together, because I know you can. Hey, have you heard enough at this point to make a decision? Four steps. That's it. Whatever verbiage fits, four steps. And let's get these people the help they deserve. Okay, finally, we're going to give you a great tool and I'm going to show you how to use it. So give me one second. I'm going to share my screen. This is coming up. You're going to need to save the date. All right. Can everybody see that? Tiffany, give me a thumbs up if y'all can see this graphic. We are doing something really special for you. The Sunday following Thanksgiving. These graphics are also going to be in the bootcamp page, in I'm sure your support pages, all of that. So you don't need to worry about that right now. Let me tell you how we're going to use it. I'm going to give you who, when, and how. Are you ready? Verbiage will be there, so hang tight. Who do we invite to this? This is the Sunday after Thanksgiving. It is going to be at 6 p.m. Eastern. You can figure out your time zone there. I'm not so good at that. We're going to take 30 minutes. And Alicia Munden, Ben Scott, Lynette Franklin, and I are going to share our story. It will be quick and concise. And we're going to share tips. That's going to help you with your invite process. So let me show you how we're going to use that super quick. Who needs to be invited? Anybody on your hundreds list? Your future coaches, your future clients, your current coaches, your current clients, and anyone and everyone that you have already talked to about help, as well as your friends and family you're going to be seeing on Thanksgiving and ask them to support you because you can ask those folks to jump on. Okay. When do you invite? Mark your calendars. Now through Wednesday, you're going to give your initial invite. Black Friday, it's already on the calendar and people are looking for that stuff. You may want to talk to your coach about what you can do Black Friday to really ramp up, give back, all that. I won't go into all that. And then after Black Friday, you can go follow up with all those people on Saturday. Hey, just a reminder, because you've already invited them, asked them if they want to join. Saturday, just a reminder. And Sunday, you can shoot them over the link to the group or to the Zoom. Okay. Sunday the 28th. Sunday the 28th. Not 27th. Not 27th. Okay. Thank you, husband. We'll fix that. All right. Cyber Monday is going to be a follow-up date to that event. So I'm going to drop verbiage for you 
in the group. I'm not going to take time to go over all of that now, but it will tell you exactly how to invite every one of those people. Listen, this is, again, doing some of this for you. Maybe you haven't been able to have a health and hope hour. Maybe you haven't had a virtual event in a while. This is a way to say, listen, if you've been curious about what I do, some of my friends are doing a 30 minute just help for the holidays, adding value, sharing stories, giving some inspiration and information. I'd love for you to be a part of that. And I'm going to give you the strategy for that in the boot camp. I want to read one thing to you and then I'm going to close and hand it over to Tiffany. And I hope this just kind of brings because you've heard a lot of how to's today. But this is from a book that I'm reading. It's called The Greatest Salesman in the World. And it says this, I will live this day as if it is my last. I will avoid with fury the killers of time. Procrastination, I will destroy with action. Doubt, I will bury under faith. Fear, I will dismember with confidence. Where there are idle mouths, I will listen not. Where there are idle hands, I will linger not. Where there are idle bodies, I will visit not. Henceforth, I know that court to court idleness is to steal food, clothing, and warmth from those I love. And I am not a thief. I'm a man or a woman of love. And today will be my last chance to prove my love and my greatness. So I will live this day as if it is my last. I love you guys. Thank you so much, Heather. Oh, I got goosebumps. Heather's my girl. I love it. So, so good. That book's amazing. Greatest Salesman. It's Augmentino and Dave Blanchard. A lot of you are going to ask. I know uh, it's great, but we will. And first of all, thank you to Brittany Bullock for making all the slides for the trilogy. And it's not her fault. It's my fault. I gave her the wrong date because I don't do details. That is my fault, Brittany. I'm sorry. Everybody's panicking, of course. The panic is like the number one thing around here. Uh, I'm so sorry. Brittany will fix it. And she loves me. So she will forgive me. Uh, see if I can do this, right? Holy mackerel. Uh, she already did it. She just put already done, sister. She's got it. So thank you. She will post those. And um, Heather will post her scripts. Ashley will post all the PowerPoints. It will all be in there for you in the bootcamp page. Um, thank you all for hanging with us. Thank you for everyone who spoke for the wisdom. I've gotten so many texts already. And here's the last thing I'm going to say. And we're going to go. All of this is insane. Do you know how many people in network marketing never get training? Rachel, my amazing sister, y'all heard her. She's not really my sister, but she is. She was on training last week. She's here with me now. She flew in to spend Thanksgiving week with us. And she just shared that someone signed up a family member of hers who was in another company who they said, we never have training. Like we have to figure it out here. You get the best training in the world by the top leaders in this team. They do it because they love you. But here's the thing, everything you heard today, I know you're all fired up. It means nothing. If you don't put boots to the ground and do what you heard, you're just dreaming, you're excited, all the things. Your life will not change from this boot camp if you don't take what you've learned and go put it in action day in, day out. Everyone who spoke didn't build a business because they had all these cute little words in their head. They built a business because they did what they taught you day in and day out for years or however long it took. So thank you all for your wisdom today. We love you all so much. We'll see you next week. Keep, we will have boot camp on Saturday. You know, all the things. We'll talk to you more throughout the page. Keep Keep an eye on the page. We just did lots of live videos this week. We're going to keep doing that this week. Make a plan. It's Thanksgiving week. Some of you going to check out. It's Thanksgiving. I'll be with my family. I'm going to do nothing. That won't build your business. Make a plan. Have commitments. And it will work. All right. Love you all. Have a great day. Bye.